Today on Locked On Rockies, well, it happened. Shohei Otani's heading into the NL West. And what does it show for the Colorado Rockies? They got an image problem. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 11th day of December in the year 2023. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do around here is talk Rockies baseball every day. Except we're in our off-season mode now, so just a little bit of a PSA. You're going to see uh, probably three episodes a week as we are in the quiet part of the baseball season. Gives us the time to uh, you know recharge and get ready to go. You'll still be getting at least three podcasts a week here from the Lockdown Rockies podcast. Really, still appreciate you making us your first listen of the day. Hey, sometimes you know there's just not a lot going on, especially with the Rockies, and but the baseball world was shook. Over the weekend, and we got to talk about it because it does impact the Colorado Rockies uh, just about directly. So, uh, Shohei Otani heads to the NL West. I will give my uh, thoughts on that. I, you might have heard me give my thoughts on Locked On MLB, but I'm going to play what I said, and uh, it's my immediate reaction and my thoughts in segment number two of today's episode. And we'll dive more into them, but I, I want to spend the first segment of today's episode talking about why this deal shows that the biggest issue for the Rockies isn't pitching or hitting it's their image. It's their standing. It's their reputation because the Rockies were never going to get Shohei Otani. I understand that. I'm not trying to say that, but they aren't going to be able to convince the elite players until they change their image. Even money talks, but reputation does as well. So we're going to talk about that in today's episode as well. Uh, before we dive into everything today, not only do I want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day on your favorite streaming services and on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, uh, today's episode is brought to you by uh, FanDuel. FanDuel's got you covered all NFL season long. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right, let's start today's show by by highlighting this and 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 kind of just sitting here saying, "Holy crap!" I mean, this is a big deal. I mean, the, the Rockies are now dealing with an even deeper Dodgers lineup. The mountain to the the, the top of the mountain of the NL West just got infinitely more steep, and the Rockies, the the shadow looming over the Rockies, seems to have grown in this move. Simply put, the my my I wasn't shocked that Shohei Otani ended up on the Dodgers. It's always the Dodgers. It is. It's always the Dodgers. It's always the Yankees. Even even with the Yankees' recent, they're always at least in the mix. There's the the big legacy names and the big wealthy cities are going to have the best advantage when it comes to those players. What's so frustrating to me about the Rockies is they have yet to be able to create and craft a unique identity that goes hand in hand with where they play and who they are as ballplayers and, and, and everything. So what I mean by that is at one point, the Rockies were offense, offense, offense. You could convince offensive-minded folks to come here. You could convince people to come here 
for a rebound. You could have players who want to extend their career, play a little first base, uh, you know, do something like that. They would come here. And offense has always been a strength, was always a strength of this team. Hasn't been the case in a while. The playoffs had the identity of the, the back-to-back playoff years and the rise of that team was showing that there are pitchers that could work and a rotation that could work enough at Coors Field. Not blowing you away, nothing like that. When I hear about the Otani deal, it just makes me think that the Rockies are so far off from being a destination from any player of massive impact, of major impact, of big impact. Yes, they 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 went out there and they signed Chris Bryant in, in one of the biggest deals in that free agency period. That is true. But even then, it was a move that you you were questioning of why that was the one that was made instead of other ones and sticking with players that you had and, and, and XYZ. So through this all, this whole the 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 Otani saga, I just realized again the Rockies truly don't have an identity. They're crafting one now, sure. They're working on one. They they I think that this is the most they've ever really acknowledged being a rebuild team. But you hear the comments from the winter meetings. They're not trying to to shake it up. They're gonna have to be a team making some pretty massive splashes in free agency throughout the. The Rockies can't just scrape the bargain bin anymore or just go after waiver wires the Rockies need to become a team that can entice and bring in free agents to help their team or else they're going to continue to be left behind if you thought the Rockies were behind or or, or well behind the Dodgers last year I mean they only just they just added the greatest baseball player of all time (laughs) mixed with an Arizona diamondbacks team that got aggressive after they struggled and are showing even more aggressive. Look at Arizona, what Arizona has done already this off season. That's a team that sees their window and is building around it in, in, in interesting ways. The Giants are lurking and waiting to spend some money and people are going to go to San Francisco. San Francisco knows how to win. Padres are in an interesting spot. I I, I will concede that. But the Rockies have to be able to use free agency as a way to get better. And I don't think that they can. In the ways that, that, that will move the needle. In the ways that will make the Rockies go from pretenders to contenders. If this team really believes and hopes that they can be a two-year back, a two-year terrible team and back in the playoffs and making a run like the Rangers in Arizona, then your trade deadline and your free agency next year has to look really different. You have to be able to convince some big names to come to Coors Field and pitch and hit. And you're gonna have to cut bait and part ways with t- with with prospects and other players that you might have extensions and loyalty to. And at the end of the day, I don't think this Rockies team has any inkling that that's what's going to happen. What we saw from the winter meetings, what we've heard, and and, and so far shows that the Rockies are going to trot out a very similar team to what they did in the second half of the season last year. Obviously, pitching might be the different story. They're going to have to do something there. 
But what's what is I, that still doesn't the team still doesn't have the pulse and the and the jolt that I think will really make it an enticing place to be and and maybe we have to just see how this team plays as a unit when with knowing that this is these are the starters and this is who we're going with with the healthy Brendan Rodgers and hopefully healthy Chris Bryant and such that we can see the this new and improved version of the team. If Brendan Rodgers and Chris Bryant play a lot next year, that is an improvement over last year's roster, and that will change things. But at the end of the day, the Rockies' reputation, the Rockies' image and standing in the larger realm of baseball is a massive problem that's going to continue to get in the way of the Rockies being able to make necessary moves to get better. Mixed in with the fact that this team hasn't really navigated and handled key free agent acquisitions at key moments in the franchise. So when I see the Shohei Otani deal, I just see not only do the Dodgers' abundance of riches grow, but I see a team that is maximizing its resources to get the maximum value out of things. And I don't see that in the Rockies whatsoever. Uh, all right, coming up in segment number two, uh, I'm going to give some more of my thoughts, my immediate thoughts on, on, on the Shohei deal. But I wanted to talk about the that that image problem stuff. I, I really do think that this is a big, a big issue. But uh, me, I, I hopped on with our pal Sully from Locked On MLB, and I talked about my immediate thoughts on the Shohei deal. So we're going to talk about that in segment number two. Just to give you a heads up, I recorded it on my phone in the bathroom of my hotel where I was staying. So the audio, my audio is not great, but um, I, I just, I, I, there's one thing that, or a couple of things from what I said that I want to talk about here as well in segment number three and respond on. So, so we'll do that coming up here in segment number two. Before that, though, I want to tell you about uh, the folks that help make this show possible, and that includes FanDuel. FanDuel's got you covered all NFL season long, and that includes the playoffs. Not only do they got the NFL action, they got the NBA, too, if hopefully these Nuggets can break out of their funk. But if you got the inside scoop, maybe you're thinking, you're, you're feeling real confident about the Broncos after their big win, well, FanDuel has you covered with America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the to kick off the NFL postseason when it's coming. But all the action, all the spreads, props, and more available at fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, the official partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanking you for making us your first listen of the day. Thanking you for your subscription to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel and reminding you that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, 
Here's my conversation with Sully reacting to the Otani news. Continuing to span the National League West, we're going to Colorado. Or are we going to Florida? We're going to one of the states where there was an expansion in 1993. Paul Holden of Lockdown Rockies is here. Um, where are you? I'm. Uh, this news broke on the, my last day of vacation in Florida. So I am, uh, I am on a, a be- the, the beautiful Sanibel Island here in Florida, uh, reacting to uh, great news for the baseball world. Uh, not so great. Well, actually, you know, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted by this type of news for the Rockies. Javi Reyes posted a, an interesting tweet there from Locked On Padres. So I don't know. It's a big day in baseball, though. That's for sure. Okay, tell me, tell me what you're uh, conflicted about here, and then we'll get your take on whether or not this will spoil the Rockies' chances to win the National League West. Well, I mean, that's where it starts right there. Of course, I mean, the, the Dodgers just got better as they do every single year and the Rockies aren't keeping pace even with some exciting youngsters and 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 silver linings the Rockies just had their worst season in franchise history and in a response to a season where they fell or where the Dodgers fell short they go out and make arguably the biggest free agent acquisition in in the entire history of baseball Uh, what's cool for Rockies fans is you get to see Shohei a lot and that's really cool and really fun as someone that has uh, been living in the uh, AL West market and has been able to see Shohei live uh, about five times now, uh, going to various Mariners Angels matchups. Uh, it's electric, even just when he hits. There's still a magic to Shohei Otani when he's just a DH. But again, on the flip side, he's in Dodger blue. The NL West just got that much harder to win. The Rockies' mangled pitching staff now has to deal with the three-headed dragon of Otani, Betts, and Freeman. And that's not to even mention the rest of the Dodgers lineup. So cool for Rockies fans, but I mean, those, and, and Coors is going to sell out. I mean, those are going to be sellout series. The, the Dodgers will sell out every time they go to Coors now. And so the Rockies business side, it's another win for the Rockies as a business, but it's another big loss for the Rockies as a baseball team. All right. Just going into this year, who are the young players that you are hoping are going to make a big impact on the Rockies and have them chip, chip, chip away at that hundred at the hundred some odd losses that they had last year? It, it, you know, I, I say this a lot and, I, and I'll continue to say it. It's, it's, it's something that people didn't know about the 2023 season. The Rockies made one of the best trades in baseball in getting Nolan Jones from the Cleveland Guardians. Nolan Jones impressed not only at Coors Field, but he showed that he was able to hit on the road. He got just under 400 at-bats. I'd argue that there's a case to be made if you if you strip away the, the team side of this, but take Corbin Carroll's stat line from 2023 and put it up against Nolan Jones' stat line from 2023. And not only are they very similar, there'd be, you know, some people might lean in the case of Nolan Jones. I I think he's not, there's some numbers that aren't as flashy as Corbin Carroll's, but this is a guy that was one of the best rookies in baseball, mixed with the fact that the Rockies have hit on another shortstop. I think Ezekiel Tovar, who was Mm -hmm. a Gold Glove finalist this year, uh, if he can take a a step forward on, just like all of these guys, really, if he takes a step forward on offense and and handles the big league level, Rockies are going to have another stud shortstop and the Rockies might have the best center fielder in Rockies history 
defensively yeah. uh, when you're looking at Brenton Doyle. I, people, if you saw in the comments when Brenton Doyle won the gold glove this year, huh, Who? who's this guy? You, you don't understand how good he was at defense and how much of a game changer that can be at Coors Field. Those three guys are, are, are the key, key young players for the Rockies next year. I was going to say, I think I, I think we talked about this when you were on the show last, but that's a that's a really critical point for people who don't understand how important it is to have a great defensive center fielder in Coors Field. Coors Field's outfield is gigantic because mm-hmm. it had to be. Otherwise, uh, you'd have bunt home runs in Coors Field. And so in order to chase down those balls that would be a triple if you didn't have a good defensive center fielder, uh, that's that's absolutely critical for the Rockies to have someone like Doyle in center field. And that also gives them a little bit of leeway in left field or right field to have someone who's in the outfield because they're a pure hitter. Mm-hmm. If you're, and if, if Nolan some, Jones is filling that. I mean, Nolan Jones has a cannon. Mm-hmm. He's not the best. He's not, a, he's not the same type of defender as... Uh, as Brenton Doyle, but he proved Nolan Jones proved that he's got an arm that can cut down. You know, you learn people were testing him, and he was and he was acing those tests uh, in the second half of the season. The Rockies lost a lot of games this year, and they lost a lot of games in the second half. But during the really tough stretches, the Rockies were beating some of the best teams in baseball through seven innings of games consistently. In what was one of the worst stretches of the season, a couple of breaks going the Rockies' way could have turned it into actually one of the best stretches of the season and would have actually led to a little bit more uh, eyebrows being raised by some of these Rockies' young guys. But the mountain to climb is still really, really steep. But if the Rockies are going to take a step forward next year, uh, those three guys uh, are going to play a huge role in it. And this is a lot of pressure on Chris Forbes here, a lot of pressure on Bill Schmidt, the GM and the the man who runs the farm. And uh, again, you and I have mentioned this before. If you can't build a great pitching staff, which you're probably never going to do in cores, you got to make sure you have airtight defense because, Mm -hmm. you know, thin airtight defense, because you have to make sure you're at least preventing dumb runs. You're going to, you're, there's pitchers are going to, you know, get lit up and let home runs, but you've got to keep balls in the infield. Got to keep them in the infield. You got people tracking stuff down and that's the key. And of course, uh, Colorado lost 103 games last year. Two years ago, Arizona lost 110 games and found themselves in the World Series. So are they going to do that? I don't know. I would have thought the Rockies had a better shot than the D-backs, quite <laughs> frankly. So, well, look at Paul Holden. Um, before this move, I think the Rockies were going to finish in last place. And after this, I think they're going to finish in last place. Before this move, I think the Dodgers would have won 100-some-odd games, and now I think they're going to win 100-some-odd games. In the end, how much impact did this really have? You know, I, for for Dodgers and Dodgers fans, big. But for the Rockies, above all, not really. I mean, I, I don't think the goal is winning the division anytime soon. Really, it's just get back to fighting for that wild. Be the, be a team like the Phillies that can just get, get to October, give yourself a chance, do what the Diamondbacks did last year. The good news just always continues to roll in for the Dodgers. But let me put on my homer hat here a little bit. Let's see him now do it in the big time. There are no more excuses for this Dodgers team. And, and frankly, I don't really want to hear a, an offseason of trumpet blasting and, and, and Dodgers parade already happening because in the back of my mind, even with Otani, I'm going to sit here and say, until you're hoisting that World Series trophy, I'm going to doubt you a little bit in the playoffs because you haven't proved it to me with some of the best teams that have been assembled in the league in the last few years.
and those are shots fired. I gotta say something. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, what, from what? a mile high, <laughs> from a mile high. Thanks, Paul Holden of Locked On Rockies. Thanks, Sully. Happy to be here. So there you go. And uh, let's take a quick break after that. And I want to dive into a couple of things I said coming up here in segment number three. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We're bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network and the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can find your video versions of the podcast and where your subscriptions to the show really, really help. Biggest way to help the show, click that subscribe button and uh, tell your friends to do the same if they like Rockies baseball and they like the show. All right, so you heard me give my thoughts, my immediate reactions. I, I, I want to kind of put uh, one thing I didn't talk about in the beginning. It's a treat to have Shohei come and play a lot. It is actually cool to see Shohei play a lot as someone, as I mentioned there, as someone who's gotten to see Shohei play uh, a few times here uh, where where I live that that is it that's a cool baseball side but I think it's going to be hard to see him I think those tickets are going to be expensive I think Coors is going to sell out I think that's going to be it's going to be tough to see Shohei Otani come and play and it's going and, and this was pointed out I, I think Evan Lang uh, our, a friend of the show pointed this out or or, or uh, I, I believe it was Evan but Anyway, I saw on Twitter I uh, saying that they were it's going to be an even bigger Dodger takeover of Coors Field, and can't really argue with that. I mean, and and whether it makes you sick to your stomach as a diehard fan, or if you're someone that sits there and shrugs or whatever, I mean, it, it's a moment again where I, I pointed it out: the Rockies, as a business, just just benefited greatly from this. Fourteen games a year you get to have the Shohei Otani bump. And that's math. It, it means a lot. I can, I mean, just a peek behind the curtains, you even put Shohei Otani in the name of a video and it just, it, it pops a little bit more. I mean, he has so much, everything surrounding him. I mean, he is truly the baseball superstar. And it, it, it is cool to see him. But on top of that, you got Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. You got a lineup of, of Rockies killers. You got a, a big payroll. You got a deep farm system. You got so many things to compete with. The Rockies have to start making responses. The status quo for the Colorado Rockies is unacceptable anymore in the NL West. They will never compete in the NL West if they continue to operate as they have for their first 30 years of existence. It just won't work. They're going to be outspent. They're going to be outdeveloped. They're going to be out-researched. They're going to be out. Uh, they're going to be over uh, out analyzed. This deal just it just kind of again was unfortunately a reminder of of, of how far behind the Rockies are. Uh, and and I I just don't. This team, I can't sit here and say that I believe is going to fight back. It's going to be tough. I, I, I really like. This is a move where you, I just want to see how the Rockies can can keep in step with this, because on the baseball field side, this rotation is going to get decimated by that Dodgers lineup. 
And now you have Otani coming in just to DH. I mean, it's not crazy to think the Rockies could be down three after the first three batters of the game every time they play the Dodgers. And that's, I know that's not going to happen. I know that's me getting ahead of myself and such, but the point is, it was just a, at the end of the day, as as fun as it will be to watch Shohei Otani play a lot. He's just going to cry. I, I mean, it comes at the expense of the Rockies. <laughs> and that's what it just feels like for a lot of things. But that's that's baseball. That's how it is. That's the competition. I mean, it is a competition. Free agency is a composition, uh, composition, competition. Team composition is a competition. There you go. A little rusty today from the, from the break. But, I mean, I, I, just what, where do you go? You know, like, like I, it's, there's no simple answer or simple response for the Rockies. And even before Shohei coming to the Dodgers or not really is has isn't going to move the needle for the Rockies. I understand that and 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 change a lot of their plans. I'm sure. But what does it change the plan for 2025, 2026, 10 years of Shohei Otani? And I I believe he will he will contribute at an elite level for a significant portion of that contract, and that includes pitching when he returns to the mound. We'll see how the Rockies handle it, but uh, a clear reminder that the biggest issue facing the Rockies isn't pitching or hitting. It's their image. It's their reputation, and it's their lack of identity that gets in the way of them being a team that's enticing for big-name free agents to come and sign. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Really, really do appreciate it. Really do appreciate all your subscriptions on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel as well. Really, really do help. Uh, it helps a ton. So it is a, a big time help when you do so. And uh, we really do appreciate you making us your first listen of the day. For your second listen of the day, you can go hear more from Sully on Locked on MLB or we got lots going on in the world of Colorado sports. The Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, and Locked on Buffs podcasts all got you covered here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.